Let's see Paul Allen's card. Look at that subtle off-white coloring. The tasteful thickness of it. Oh my god. It even has a... W-E-G-L Auburn. Something wrong? Patrick? Hello, Friday Night listeners. My name is Vivek Miragula, and this is Real Talk, where we're always rolling. Friday night listeners, welcome back to episode three of Real Talk, Rising Night, the story of the Batman origin story and film. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Nick. What's up? Right, and we will be going over three specific Batman movies. We will be going over Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton. We will be going over Batman Begins with Christian Bale, and we will be going over the recently released The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Are you excited, Nick? I'm really excited. I love Batman. All right. So we were talking about this a bit on the way here, but I just want to get your input. Uh, why do you, like, I know you like Batman specifically over, like, other superheroes. Yeah. But I just want to know, like, why? I really like Batman because, like, he's just a guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, like, anything, like, super. He's just a, he's just a rich guy. Right. And I just want to be like him. You know, I just want to be a rich guy. You just want to be a rich guy? Kind of, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the whole parents thing, though. Oh, yeah. No, that kind of sucks. Yeah, his yeah. parents did die. Yeah, but... I forgot about that. It, it is what it is, I suppose. Mm. Uh, all right, so let's just, just jump straight <laughs> Wait, in. Wait, did you say it is what it is? I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, if you want to be Batman, you can't have, like, alive parents that goes against the character. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, but, um, you know, let, let's just jump right into um, Batman 1989. Like, what, what were your thoughts on the movie? That was the one with Michael Keaton. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. The Batman in that movie is not that good. Yeah, I that that was what my thoughts were when we were watching it. Yeah, to me, it felt like Tim Burton really wanted to make a Jack Nicholson Joker movie. Yeah, and Warner Brothers was like, "No, you have to make a Batman movie." Yeah, and no, the Joker's like really good in that. Yeah, one. it's and that, like, that is the movie. <laughs> yeah, like he's not copying like Heath Ledger per se. He's he's sort of doing his own thing, which I I mean obviously Heath Ledger hadn't even like been the Joker yet. Yeah. But it just it it feels so weird because now I guess Joker's this like icon of like nihilism and whatever Christopher Nolan did with him. Jack Nicholson's Joker is just like goofy. Yeah, he's just a silly guy. Yeah, I mean like he's still like a murderer or whatever, but like yeah, he's like fun about it though. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, there's the, there's the one scene. Uh, where, like, the one dude's like, oh, why should I trust you? And the guy's like, oh, we should shake on it. And he just, like, just has, like, the just buzzer. Yeah, it electrocutes it, Yeah, it's just fun, it's you know? It's sick, yeah. And, and we were talking, like, that movie, there's this sort of idea that, like, I've spoken about this a little bit in my Spider-Man episode. I don't like comic book, like, realism. I know, like, we disagree with that yeah. a bit. But, like, Tim Burton's movies are not realistic. Like, his, no. ba- his Batman movie is, like, like, a painting, sort of. Like, he's very gothic. It's very um, like statue esque. Like Christopher Nolan's uh, Gotham is like based off Chicago, and Robert Pattinson's uh, Gotham is like very like it has like parts of like gothic London. But Tim Burton's Batman is like nineteen forties ish, but it also has nineteen eighties technology. 
And so I think that was really unique for for that version of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, I guess let's go back to the Batman uh, himself. Like, what are your thoughts on Michael Keaton as Batman? Michael Keaton as Batman. First of all, the Batman costume is not that good. You you don't like it? No. Dude, he has to, like, move his entire upper body to, like, look around. I, said, I, I, I guess, but there's, like, because I know we were talking about this, too. You like sort of, like, all black bat suits. So I thought yeah. you, would, you would like this one a bit more. No, I like it, but it's just, like, it's goofy the way he moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it no, doesn't no, no. look like a good functional suit. Right, right. It's, it's, uh, I get what you mean, because, like, the cowl and the cape is, like, one solid, like, piece, so he can't, like, move. He can't look his head around. He has to, like, yeah. <laughs> he has to move his entire shoulders if he wants to look behind him. Yeah, I think that's just something that's, like, it looks really good on, like, the page, and it looks really good on, like, action figures. But when he's, like, actually moving yeah, around. Yeah, How do you think, I guess, like, because it's a Batman movie, like, combat-wise, fighting-wise, like, how do you, like, what is, what is your thoughts on this version of Batman, I suppose? I think this one had, like, the combat was, like, kind of, it wasn't really as much, like, fist fighting. Right. You know, it was a lot more of, like, gadgets doing things. Right. You know right. what I'm trying to say? Right, yeah, yeah. Because when we were watching it, he had that, like, one ultra-specific gadget when he was saving, like, Vicky Vale from the Joker. Yeah. He's, just, he's like, that one thing that, like. It can't be used anywhere else. It like, was, like, it's like a zip line for a room. Right. And it can only take you from left to right. Yeah. And it's, like, it's only good for that one situation. It's not going to be yeah. good in any other sort of environment, you know? I, I suppose. Uh, let's see, what else is... One thing I think that's unique about this version of Batman, and because it came out in 1989 and no one really cared about the character, uh, this version of Batman kills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's... Like, now, if you were to do that, they tried doing that with Ben Affleck's Batman. Like, people hated it. Like, even me. I don't... I don't well, like... even in the Christopher Nolan one, yeah, he, Batman Begins, he kills somebody. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that a bit more later in the Batman Begins uh, segment. But also, like... Like, like, what are your thoughts on that? I suppose, like, it's, it's. I don't think it's very comic accurate, but again, I don't think Tim Burton cared about the comics. Oh no, I don't think Batman yeah. should kill. Yeah, that's not him. It, it just, it's not the real him. It, it feels weird. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like Batman. No, no. Uh, so, uh, speaking of speaking of Batman, the Batcave in this is amazing. Oh yeah, it's my favorite one. It's, it's like, it's beautiful. It's, it has this sort of. It's like an actual cave. It's, it's an actual cave. It feels like. It's low tech and high tech at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he it, it was high tech for the eighties. Yeah. Like, he, but like he keeps his like suit and like this big vault thing, and he sort of has like this like like the multi monitors for like his bat computer. Yeah. And he has like uh the Batmobile is amazing in this movie. Yeah. I think it's it, very comic book. This yeah. movie is very comic book. Yeah. It's not realistic at all, but yeah. I think that adds to like the um. It adds to the aesthetic of that type of movie. Yeah. Because. You know? It's you can't copy this this kind of movie. No. And yeah, like I feel you can kind of copy stuff like Batman Begins and the Batman because like they have with stuff like the amazing the amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. At least the first one was very much derivative of the Dark Knight. Like you could tell by like, oh, this is like a serious version of the superhero. Um, stuff like Casino Royale, the the James Bond reboot. That was a Batman Begins James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. But. How do you copy sort of like the Michael Keaton Batman movies? You know, it's it, I don't know. It'd have to just be like really goofy. Yeah, it's just and like every other Batman, they don't really like go back to that goofiness. Right, and I mean, like I guess the closest you'd have is the Adam West thing, which is like the nineteen sixty six Batman. But you're not particularly a fan of that. Oh no, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's I mean, it is, but like I have a soft spot for it. Like when he hits someone and it goes like bang, pow, or whatever. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. Um, but essentially, the reason we want to talk about this is because all these movies at some point have like a little bit of like the Batman origin. So the Batman origin in this one, and this is a, a major change from the comic books. I don't like this. You said you're okay with it. Uh, the Joker is the gangster that shot uh, Batman's parents. So in the comic mm-hmm. books, it's just like it's either a random individual or it's someone named Joe Chill. In this one, it is a gangster named Jack Napier who ends up becoming the Joker. Yeah. I don't like this. This feels just sort of like a case of like, oh, you know, it turns out your greatest enemy was always your greatest enemy. But like, what are, you know. I think it's cool. I mean, I kind of like it. Like Because you... like, Joker, like as a child was like troubled and he was like a criminal already. Right. But he wasn't like crazy, crazy yet. Uh-huh. So I, it's it's very comic book, like we were saying. Right. Because that's so comic book to have, like, you know, your enemy be your enemy the whole time, like yeah, you were saying. Yeah. So I think it, it definitely suits the movie. Yeah, I th- like, well, I do think it suits the movies. In the comic books, Joker's, like, a failed comedian, and then, like, he does, like, the Red Hood stuff. And so that would obviously connect into, like, the different Robins, but no live-action Batman movie. Well, we've had live-action Batman movies with Robin, but we don't, we don't talk about them. Uh, so... It's just, like, in my opinion, I don't think it's a good adaptation of the Batman origin. But, I again, it's it's sort of in that category where, like, this entire movie is where it's, like, this isn't comic accurate, but you pulled it off so well that, like, I'm not mad at you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like for the, um, the 1989 Batman, mm-hmm. it's, like, it really goes into the Joker, like we were saying. Like, yeah. it, it's big on the Joker backstory. Uh-huh. And, like... It doesn't really talk about Batman becoming Batman. Right. It's more like he's already Batman, but this happened mm-hmm. when he was little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's not really as in-depth of the backstory on Batman. Like, it explains it. Right. But it's not like... he Like, he's already Batman in the movie. Right, right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, yeah. Do you do you prefer that method of superhero movies where it's like he's already the character, but he's only been the character for, like, six months? Or do you like the whole, like, he starts out as nobody and he has to become this character? It depends. It, it depends. I mean, it, it does good either way. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, okay, so speaking of characters that are like a joke in this movie, dude, this Alfred sucks. Oh, the Alfred? <laughs> yeah. No, the Alfred's horrible, dude. <laughs> I don't It was, he brought in, so Vicky Vale, for those who don't know, in the comics is like a reporter who dates Bruce Wayne. And this one, she's like the main love interest. And until the sequel, Batman Returns, they bring in Catwoman. But at least for this movie, she's the main love interest. And Alfred just brings her into the bat cave yeah which just unannounced yeah he's just like yo what's up and oh you're looking for bruce wayne oh he's down here yeah. he's batman by the way like it's so dumb and like it wasn't even like bruce also in this scenario bruce was not in his batman costume like bruce was just sitting there in and, the bat cave and and just brought vicky Vale. so like alfred had to open the bat cave up like take her to wayne manor open the bat cave up and just show her everything mm-hmm and at that point, it's like, okay, this, like, innocent woman, you've just, like, horribly, horribly, like, put a target on, right? Because, like, now everyone knows that she knows Batman. Like, that's that's just not, like, as much as, as, much as a cliche as it is, there's a reason why a lot of, like, superhero, like, wives and girlfriends go through that period of, like, why don't you tell me anything? Like, it's it can be annoying, but... Like, there's a reason people don't tell their significant others if they're, like, superheroes or whatever. It's dangerous. Yeah. So I don't know why Alfred, in all his wisdom in this movie... No, in this movie, he is is not wise at all. (laughs) No, he's... This... I I think 
when we started this, this outfit was like sort of like cleaning up after Bruce, and it was like kind of cute and whatever. And we were like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then and then suddenly he does this, just, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. And this one, like at the beginning, he's just like a straight butler. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like in the other ones, he's like mentor. He'll mm-hmm. give you advice. Like right. in the later ones, we're gonna talk about. He'll like solve puzzles for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But in this one, he's just like cleaning, which is yeah. like cool. I suppose. But he just brings a whole woman yeah. into the his bat yeah. cave. It's just crazy. But. The most interesting thing about this Alfred is this is this is the longest running Alfred, I suppose. This Alfred appears in four films. He appears in Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. And he is the only returning actor in all four of those movies and is the only reason why people can say they are connected because they have this one Alfred. <laughs> so I didn't know that actually. Yeah, That's kinda it's, interesting. It's, it's they have the worst Alfred in like the most <laughs> movies. I suppose, but they also the worst outfits also in the worst Batman movies. It's like oh, like, that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. So, like, at, I feel like at the end of the day, you also have to like remember the context of when this came out because obviously, uh, the original Christopher Reeve Superman movies that came out in nineteen seventy eight, I believe, and so you had those movies, and Wonder Woman was on television, but she had like a significantly stripped down budget compared to like Superman or whatever. So you didn't really have like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even stuff like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. It was like if you wanted to see a Batman movie, you got a Batman movie, but it was like this dude's version of Batman. Like you, you didn't get to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not like now. Yeah, there there like weren't that many movies yeah. out yet, so it's not like now where you have like twenty different Spider Mans. <laughs> yeah. Where you, where you can be like, okay, I don't like uh, Tom. Let me go watch the Tobey Maguire movies on Blu-ray. Like you didn't have Blu-ray back then. You yeah. know, you just like. Or if you like all of them, you can just watch a movie with all of them in it. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, he's coming back for the Flash. My Michael Keaton, he's coming back for The Flash. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, this very, very weird inclusion to include Michael Keaton's Batman in the new Flash movie. Yeah, I didn't believe you at first. No. <laughs> I was like, what? He's he's back. No one no one believed them. Like, D- <laughs> DC was like, we got Michael Keaton back. And they're like, oh, are you doing, like, a Batman Beyond movie or whatever? And they're like, no, we're, doing, we're bringing him back for The Flash. Put him in The Flash. You know, the, the famous Batman character, The Flash. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's kind of funny. It is it is very funny. Uh but you want to know what people will never get mad at for coming back? What? PSA breaks. Oh my god. So, after this PSA break, we will get into Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins and how we think Christian Bale might be the definitive Batman of our generation. everybody we are back and right now we are going to be talking about christopher nolan's batman begins and how christian bale might be the definitive batman of our generation do do you agree with that nick of our generation of our generation i'd say at least this is the batman that i remember like growing up on you know what i mean yeah this is like this is the childhood batman uh i suppose but you can only find these conversations right here on real talk yeah all right so let's just straight up get into it your thoughts on uh, Batman Begins, Nick? What are your thoughts on Batman Begins? It's really slow at first, uh-huh. but once it gets into it, I love it. Right. This was so it's you sort of have to understand, kind of like Batman eighty nine. Um, 
the the sort of like where they were for this movie. So they had made Batman and Robin, and that was very comic booky, and so that kid that like killed the franchise. Like no one liked it. It it got to the point where they're like, they're letting toy manufacturers make like the designs for the characters instead of like actual concept artists. Yeah. So uh, Christopher Nolan comes in and he's like, okay, I want to do like a serious Batman movie, and like his script. It shows like a, a complete list of like how Batman gets everything, and his script was unique because Batman, like the the character Batman, he doesn't show up until an hour into this like well like like, <laughs> yeah. like two hour thirty minute movie or whatever, like it is a it takes a while. So you and I were both talking about this when we were like very very young. We tried to watch this movie. It was boring. Yeah. No, I I didn't even. I made it to like where he made it. To like, yeah. what's his name, Ra's al Ghul? Mm-hmm. Like he made it to Ra's al Ghul's like house, right. and then I stopped watching. Cause I'm like, is yeah. this even Batman? Yeah. I thought I was watching like the wrong movie. <laughs> you got you got way farther than me, bro. Uh, Bruce Bruce would fall down that well, and I'd be like, where's Batman? Yeah, I'm like, this is boring. So I, I- no, yeah, because I was like. I was on, like, a shady website. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> so I was, like, watching the movie from there. I was like, there's no way this is the Batman. Yeah. So I got yeah. kind of scared, so I logged yeah. off. <laughs> but uh, sort of, I guess I was, I was saying earlier, like, origin origin stories-wise, this is the, like, the most comprehensive oh, yeah. Batman origin story. Like, even from the comics. Yeah. No, this is the origin. This is, like, it explains how he, like, learned how to fight, right, how he got right. all of his stuff, who gave it to him. Right, All right. that. This is, I suppose, the only other Batman origin that I've been written at this point was like Batman Year One, which was very is very different than this movie. Like in in that he's using like a cloth suit. He's like Alfred is is telling him to like constantly stop. Uh, Catwoman's in that, so this is like those are this is completely different from that. Yeah. But uh, I was talking about this, and so we're, like we we're talking about the suits with the Batman nineteen eighty nine suit. This suit, in my opinion, looks so much better than the Dark Knight suit. This is this is probably one of the best Batman suits, one of the best superhero suits I've ever seen. Well, it, you said better than the Dark Knight? Yeah. Isn't it the same suit? It's not. So the Dark Knight has more plating, and its symbol is smaller and located directly on the chest. This suit is sort of... Like, its its logo is much wider. It covers his, his uh, pectorals a bit more, and... While the Dark Knight has like plating, so he can like move more. This one's like kind of like one solid piece, and I like that in superhero suits. I guess just because like I like my my favorite superheroes of all time is Spider Man, and his thing is like a onesie. Yeah. So like I'm so used to like one solid piece of a superhero suit. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, I agree with you on like the body. Yeah. I like um, I like Batman Begins way more. Yeah. But on yeah. the Dark Knight, I really like the Dark Knight. Mask. I I suppose there's also the cape. I know we were talking about this also a bit. His in the, in the comics, Batman's cape covers him like completely. Yeah. It, it in in the comics, like a criminal will walk in to a room and he'll close the door, and Batman has solid white eyes. He will see nothing but just solid white eyes and like ears, and like it's over. Like he like, like <laughs> yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. The speaking of scary, we were talking about the action in this movie. Oh, it gives me a headache. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's I, like very – they switch through a lot of cameras. They switch through a lot of cameras. The, the construction scene, the construction uh, site scene, I think it's cool in concept, but I don't think Christopher Nolan, at least like hand-to-hand, knows how to direct combat in my opinion. Because like even in, uh, like in, in the sword fighting scenes, 
where Bruce is fighting Ra's al Ghul, he's like cutting behind the characters all the time. It's like I don't want to see Ra's al Ghul's back. You know what I what? Yeah. I want to see them fight. And... I feel. I mean, he does get better. Yeah. Because Dark Knight and uh, Dark Knight Rises, it's like really good. Yeah. Like hand to hand wise. Mm-hmm. But no, in this one, it's just like yeah. every time someone gets in a fight, it just like it hurts my eyes <laughs> because it it yeah. seems like they're like. Like, they're fighting in a tornado. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, it's just horrible. Right. But uh, speaking of tornadoes, there's there's a really, really cool scene in this movie that I love where it's, like, the I have backup scene where Bruce calls in, like, all those bats using the... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like the like sonar. The sonar thing. And that's and, and that's the thing he, he does in Batman Year One. So it's, it seems like Christopher Nolan actually read comic books for this oh, one. Yeah. Unlike Tim Burton. But I love that scene. That's, no, that was really cool. That is... Probably the most Batman thing we've seen on film, in my opinion. He he doesn't fight anybody. He just he calls his bats. To yeah, he fight calls his for you. <laughs> yeah he calls his bats and he gets away and he doesn't like he doesn't hurt anyone. He's just gone. He's gone. He's gone. No, that was really cool. Right. Can we talk though? Yeah. You said he doesn't hurt anyone. Can we talk about how this Batman kills someone? Okay. No, the so I think the biggest problem with this is. It's not that he kills someone. It's that he spends the entire movie saying, like, I won't kill anybody. And then, and then he, he kills and then he kills someone. Because, yeah, I guess in, like, the 1989 version, he uh-huh. doesn't, like, say, oh, I'm not going to kill anybody. Right, right. Like, like if, if that dude kills someone, it's like, okay, well, he doesn't care, obviously. It's not, like, explicitly expressed. Yeah. But in this one, he, like, explains why he won't kill anybody. He shows that he doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. And then in, like, the last scenes, he just, right. like... Spoiler, but he kills Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, and so so I actually I have a friend who said he he wrote like a paper on this, like a moral paper on on like Batman and Batman Begins. Oh yeah. And he was talking about it, and he was like he was like Batman's mostly moral throughout this entire movie. Like, like, like even the whole like dressing up as a bat thing is kind of weird. It's not super weird, right? And yeah. then suddenly he's like, "Oh, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you." Like, wh- like what yeah, do you mean by that? What happens? He like. He leaves him on a train that's, like, going straight. It's going to yeah. fall off the tracks. Yeah, and it's, it's, and it's not like if Ra's al Ghul had superpowers, I would understand. Like, if Ra's al Ghul could, like, jump really high or Ra's al Ghul had, like, super speed or, like, parkour or whatever, yeah. then fine. Okay, leave he's him on the— He's just, like, a dope ninja. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, he's literally Liam Neeson. He's just a really good fighter. <laughs> yeah, like, like what's he, what's he going to do? Like, he's not going to super jump off the train. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be, like, such a really, like, hard line, uh-huh. like, such a cool concept if it just wasn't Batman. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. any other superhero, that'd be so cool because, right. you know, he leaves him for death with, like, the right. log on his chest. Yeah. I think, like, if this was, like, the Punisher, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, but this, it's Batman. This is Batman. <laughs> Batman like, doesn't do that. Right. And then he spends another two movies where he's like, I don't kill anybody. It's like, bro, you explicitly killed in the first one. Yeah. I like I don't I, tr- I don't I, trust you. I feel like Christopher Nolan may have gotten like a lot of backlash for yeah. that, and maybe he changed it. I feel like the same thing could yeah. have been true for his like camera choices right, and fight yeah. scenes. The th- well, the thing about Christopher Nolan is he did everything practically, or like yeah. he does a lot of things practically. So like the blowing up of like the house that was like a miniature. Um, he the, they built three different tumblers and they physically, like again, this came out in two thousand five, so the CGI wasn't as good, but. Like, the Tumblr's real. They, they filmed that on the road. And, like, you know, Christian Bale, you know, he doesn't have a stuntman. That's Christian Bale in the Batman suit doing, like, 90% of the stuff. Yeah. I feel like 
that may be another big reason why I like Batman so much right. compared to like especially Marvel. Right, right. Because Marvel now it's like Oh yeah, it's green screen galore. Yeah, it just hurts my eyes yeah. sometimes. You know, it's like what yeah. is even happening? Yeah. Like it's so not grounded the less, in the, reality. The, the less we talk about Modoc, the better I suppose. Oh my gosh. I've seen a picture of Yeah, it. it's just it's crazy. It's horrible. But yeah, this was this was so practical. But I I don't okay, here's the thing. Does that ending of him not saving Ra's al Ghul, does that ruin the, like, entire movie for oh, you? Oh, no. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a dark spot. You yeah, know? It's yeah. Like, it sucks that it happened. I suppose. There's so much good in this movie. Um, Michael Caine's Alfred in this movie is the best Alfred. It oh, is, yeah, this yeah, Alfred. Yeah. yeah, he's he's amazing in yeah. this movie. He's, like, wise. He'll, yeah. like, he knows... He knows what to do. He'll tell you what mm-hmm. to do. He's like a mentor. Right. He's not just like a butler that'll clean up. Right. Right. Um, but let's go, let's go into the the Batman himself. At least this version of Batman. Yeah. What is what is your thoughts on Christian Bale's Batman? I love Christian Bale's Batman. You love like this this specific Batman? It's not my favorite. Yeah. Right. We'll we'll talk about my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. But I okay. I love Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne, and I love the look of Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah. I, his voice is kind of His dumb. voice. I never really noticed it until mm-hmm. one of my friends told me, like, his voice is so dumb. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it is kind of dumb. Because, like, when I, whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's just Batman's voice. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> someone I, says it's dumb, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, no, I hear it now. And the thing is, like, in, in, the, in the video games and, like, the animated series, like, they get Batman voice actors who have, like, the deep voices. And in um, Batman v Superman... Their version of Batman, he uses like a voice modulator, so like I feel like that would have worked better than like the the raspy sort of voice he was going for. You know I, what I mean? I kind of like the raspy voice. I feel like he just could have done it better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It it does sound significantly better in this movie than it does The Dark Knight. Oh yeah, yeah. no no no, it's best in this one. I feel like he overdoes it in The Dark Knight, and then The Dark Knight Rises. It's like a raspy Batman versus like. Uh, Bane, who you have no clue what's going on, and then you have like Christopher Nolan's sound mixing, so yeah. it's like it's like you have to watch that movie with subtitles. Like the only yeah, Bane person... is like, yeah, Bane's really hard to understand. Yeah. I love his voice though; it's really unique. It's really unique, but, but you don't really know what he's nah, saying a hundred percent of the right. time. But uh, you know, just so, just like one one final thing. Uh, this this like this Batman, his tech is just so much better than Michael Keaton's. Oh yeah, and I think that's just because of Lucius Fox. Yeah, this Batman's very, very futuristic. Yeah, because like, again, like the Michael Keaton one, it's like so comic book, and also it's the eighties, so right, like right. they couldn't really go as futuristic. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's just like it's yeah. so it's just really cool, mm-hmm. like um, like the Rumbler in this one. Yeah, yeah, like like their version of the Batmobile. It's parts of, like, jets and parts of, like, semi-trucks and parts of sports cars all combined into, like, one big machine. It's not just, like, a like a single car, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so uh, it's really unique. I think this version of Batman, I don't think he, like, deserves more praise because, like, everyone loves these movies. Yeah. But I, I feel d- like, though, in this one, though, mm-hmm. it's really Batman. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in Dark Knight, it's Joker. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, it's Bane. Uh-huh. Like, those are the main compelling. Right, right. But in this one, it's just Batman. Like, Scarecrow, right. in my opinion, uh-huh. kind of mid. Yeah, we we didn't even talk about him because, like, there's not much. This is a... And he's just, like, he's really cool when mm-hmm. he's on the screen. Right. But 
he's just not he's not even the main antagonist. No, Raj I don't like Ra's al Ghul in this. Yeah. He's good in the beginning. I wish he just died. Yeah. And like Scarecrow went like did like something really cool at the end yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But do you wanna know something that's also really cool? No. PSA breaks. <laughs> so after this PSA break, we will go into our third Batman origin story. Matt Reeves, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson's version of the character, and we will speak about how different he is, and how maybe he might even trump Christian Braille? All right, we are back. Yeah. On... <laughs> <laughs> I love Batman, dude. Yeah, I love Batman too. But you gotta let me, you gotta let me go back into the oh the, go the ahead. Mood. Nah, nah, you good. Um, let's just jump. My, straight. my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, you good. Let's just jump straight into it, man. Matt reads the Batman, starting Robert Pattinson's version of the character. Will he somehow triumph Christian Bale's version of the character? Right here on Real Talk. All right, so, The Batman. You've told me this is your favorite Batman this movie. This is my favorite Batman. This is this is, this is is your Batman. This isn't my favorite Batman movie. Okay. But this is my absolute favorite Batman. If you could- He put, is so cool. If you could put this Batman in a different movie, like, like what Batman would you put? Like, like if you could take Robert Pattinson's Batman and play him in a different Batman movie. Um, I kind of want to see him go against Bane. You want to go? You want to see this dude go against Bane? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like he didn't even beat Riddler. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> true. He he embodied Bane. Yeah. I mean, I look. I mean, he he's got heart. I'll give no, him. No, no, that. no. He may have strength though. That's the thing. Yeah, he didn't beat Riddler because Riddler's smart. So right, maybe Christian Bale's just kind of or not Christian Bale. I'm sorry. Robert maybe Pattinson. Robert Pattinson's right. just kind of he's slow. His his superhero body is like kind of more natural. Because now you have the Marvel dudes who are, like, all natural. Oh, like Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, and, like... Um, is that Thor? Yeah, that's Thor. Yeah, that's Thor. And yeah there's no shot he's no, natural. No, and, and you, you have those dudes who are, like... Well, okay, well, the thing is, like, we don't know whether or not he's natural, so we can't make anything. Oh, no, but... Yeah, 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 but, like... He's not natural. Yeah. There's no, no way. Yeah, no, but... um, But, like, I'm saying, like, Robert Pattinson's Batman looks very much like a dude who, like, actually, like, works out realistically... Yeah. And so, um, but speaking of Robert Pattinson as Batman, like this version of Bruce Wayne, there was a lot of, I don't want to say controversy, but I remember a lot of people who didn't like this movie coming out of it and saying that, oh, I loved Robert as Batman, but his Bruce Wayne sucks because all he does is like mope around. And I'm like, this dude saw his parents die in front of him. Like, I don't yeah. like he, like I like Christian Bale's Batman also like moped around until like he came back to Gotham. This version of Batman doesn't feel like he ever left Gotham. You know what I mean? Like, now this Bruce Wayne's just kind of like you said it. He's just a loser. Yeah, he like, like he's just a rich loser. Like he just stays inside all day. Uh-huh. I feel like he's still trying to perfect sort of like the actual being Bruce yeah, Wayne, like yeah. working right. and then being Batman. Because you said this is like a very early Batman. He's like fourteen months. Six, fourteen months. It's like fourteen to sixteen months. He is very early into being Batman. Yeah, he doesn't really have it all figured out yet. Right. Right. He's got the Batman pretty down. Uh huh. But. He can't balance it yet. Right. And I think this movie also tackles one of 
the biggest uh criticisms I've always had with like the Batman, at least his fan base. Um there's this there's this symptom I like to call, at least for Batman, I like to call Bat God, which is essentially Batman can beat anybody. You know what I mean? Like like you put Batman in a room with Superman, he just suddenly has kryptonite. <laughs> oh, or, yeah. or, or like you you put Batman in the room with like all five Power Rangers. Batman can beat them because Batman hasn't the anti-Power Ranger ray because he's, <laughs> he's, he's like, Batman. Because he's Batman. He knew. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, that's boring. I want to see Batman lose. Like struggle? Yeah. Yeah, like, like Riddler like bests him. Yeah. No, it's really he, cool. He, he does not beat Riddler. And like, honestly, he doesn't even save Gotham City because Gotham City is flooded at the yeah. end of this movie. Like this Batman loses. But there's also the speech at the end of the movie where he's like, He's, this entire movie, he's going by vengeance, and vengeance is like the, oh, this isn't like your grandma's Batman. He's vengeance. <laughs> he's vengeance. <laughs> yeah. And he's then, not some comic book. He's yeah. like, he's real. He's, he's going to save this city. Yeah, and then and then at the end of the movie, he's like, man, maybe I'm not like mentally well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like maybe maybe I should, like if I'm going to dress up like a bat, maybe I should like help people. And so you have the sort of that like little kid Who's like when he's in the helicopter, he's like grabbing on the Batman because like he doesn't want to let go. And Batman is like, I need to be more, I need to be like hope. And I saw a lot of people, and they're like, Oh, they're turning Batman into Superman now. Like, no, they're turning Batman into Batman. Y'all turned him into like the (laughs) the Punisher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in this movie, he's like he's not like quite a hero yet. No. Until the end. Yeah. Because like you said, he's just like he's low time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not like He's not even the Batman yet. No, he's... They call him the Batman because he dresses as a bat, but right. he's vengeance still. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and he's going around, and, you know, in in my opinion, I like it when, like, superheroes and cops don't, like, work together because I think that adds more, like, tension. But, yeah. But, like, Batman, like, he always works with the cops. And this movie, you have a cop that's like, oh, I could catch a case of you hitting, like, one of my men. And Batman just goes, I didn't hit one of your men. I beat up a whole squad. Yeah. And, like, he's just, he's, he doesn't like. He doesn't care. He doesn't like anybody. Like, even Alfred in this movie, who who's played by Andy Serkis. Yeah. That's crazy. Can you imagine getting Andy Serkis as Alfred and he's in, like, three scenes? <laughs> yeah. Because Alfred is, like, <laughs> he just shows up. He'll, like, solve the riddle for yeah, Batman. And then yeah. he'll just dip. Like, that's all he does. Right. And it's, like. But this Batman, and he's just so... He's really angsty. Yeah, he's so angsty. He listens to Nirvana. He listens to... He's so grungy. <laughs> this is this is, this is, this is Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Robert Pattinson was literally talking about it. He was like, I studied Kurt Cobain to be this Batman. And you can tell by, I think, like, the haircut yeah. is very, like... It's very messy. It's very messy. Like, kind of greasy a little bit. We were talking about, this man has not showered. <laughs> like, the last time he stepped in the shower was, like, two weeks ago. He is... He's yeah. constantly he's journaling himself as Batman. He's saying that he has to like force himself to remember. Mm-hmm. He's he's hurting himself by doing this. Like he's phys- like obviously being Batman, you'll get scars or whatever. Yeah. This Batman is like physically and mentally exerting himself and hurting himself to be this like hero. Yeah. And I think that's so unique. And you know, another unique thing about this version of Batman is sort of like the origin story aspect of it where like you said, he's not He's not not Batman. Like he's he's obviously Batman, but he's not like the Batman we know. Yeah. So he's just like a very early right. Batman we know. And and so I love Batman Begins, but there's sort of this idea that like the moment he puts on that Batman costume, and, and like obviously because we've seen him train so much, by the time Christian Bale becomes Batman, he's like he's like 
perfect. You know, he's perfect as Batman. He knows everything to do. He he can like he can go to Gordon and he's like, okay, dude, this this this. I need you to do this. And Gordon's like, yeah, okay, giant bat guy, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Gordon in this movie seems like he just he wants to like take a nap every five minutes. Oh yeah, because like no, this one's like a real cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this one. This, this, he just wants to do his job and clock out. Yeah, this this one's like my best friend's a dude who dresses up like a giant bat. Yeah. God, where did my life go wrong? <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the um this kind of Gordon. Yeah, where like the cops don't like him, but mm-hmm. Batman has someone in there who right, will like yeah. at least put up with him. That's that that's that's what I feel like Gordon should be. Yeah, I feel like he should be his in to the yeah, police department. Gordon is very much like a rogue cop. Like he's he's sort of he's Batman if he follows the law. Yeah, which, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and so this this version of Gordon is my favorite. I think. This iteration probably has my favorite versions. Like this is my favorite Batman. Uh, this is my favorite Catwoman. I think this Catwoman is amazing. Like I think this is. Oh the, yeah, this one's like yeah. yeah. Zoe Zoe Kravitz. I think this is very much a very good jumping off point. Like this is this is a solid origin movie for a superhero genre that's sick of origin movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you don't have to Sam Raimi Spider Man. You don't have to like Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. This like we don't need to see Bruce watch his parents get shot but we can still like we already know yeah like like we know who everyone ba- knows like the real batman right, origin right like it's like it's even gone to a point where like my mom knows batman's origin like my mom doesn't remember much about like superhero stuff yeah but like like if you were to ask her like how batman like like get to be batman oh he saw his parents die in front of him he got shot in an alley like that's that's batman yeah. you don't need to do that and i'm very happy they didn't but uh, let's let's. I think this is the most divisive character, and not only uh, this is. I think this may be the most divisive character, in like from any Batman movie ever. What do you mean most this, divisive? This divisive, as in like some people really like him, some people don't like him. This version of the Riddler is inspired by real life serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he he was in he was inspired by the serial killer from Seven, which is like a movie, but he was also inspired by Ted Bundy, and he was also inspired. By um, was it Jeffrey Dahmer? Jeffrey his Dahmer. Glasses. His glasses, very much Jeffrey Dahmer, and the main one was the Zodiac Killer mm. because of the puzzles. And yeah, sort of. Zodiac Killer. And so he sort of has this mask, and it's very much like, like uh, it's like a skiing mask kind it's of. It's sort of like a sack. On yeah. His head. You know? Did you watch Friday the Thirteenth? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like in the second yeah, one. Like he yeah. just has, he just puts a sack on his head. Right. And he sort of has like these glasses, and like he has he has like the like, question mark iconography. But like previous Riddlers, it's like a green suit with like a purple like question mark on it. Yeah. Or like some Riddlers, like the serious Riddlers, they'll have like a cane and like a question. Like mark. a question mark on the cane. And like a question mark on the cane, and that cane and that question mark is like sharp. Yeah. So it's like you can like slice at somebody. This Riddler is just it's just a nerd. He's so crazy and he's so <laughs> insane. And I don't mean that in like a Joker Green Goblin version, because like that that's like movie insanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this dude. I could walk into my psychology class and he'd be sitting in the back and he'd be arguing like for like the worst things possible. I could see that. Like like this is this this dude scares me because He's like see this is the thing. This is why I like the realistic right. I like realistic Batman. Right, right. Spider-Man, I feel like Spider-Man should be really comic book. Yeah, yeah. But for Batman, I feel like it should be serious for moments like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's just insane, but right. it's like a real insanity. Right. And I think this movie also addresses a criticism I've had of Batman as well. Uh, I know I, I spoke about how, like, 
Batman is also like like I don't think if he were like real like how they address that in this movie how he's like physically hurting himself, but Bruce Wayne is not the only orphan in Gotham City. Yeah, there are multiple orphans in Gotham City. See, that's what I because like the Riddler is like you can see his point of view, and right, I feel like right. that makes it kind of scary. Right, and and so I think the Riddler's point of view is so correct up until a point where. At a he certain, starts killing people. Like he starts killing people. But I feel like that's a cop-out because I feel like he's like 80% right and then he starts killing people. Like like everything about him is correct. Yeah, but he just takes it too far. But he takes it too far and it's like, you know, I feel I do feel like that's kind of a cop-out and I think that's just a problem with finding sympathetic villains. People had that problem with Killmonger from Black Panther to where like Killmonger had a point but then he starts blowing up like hospitals and it's yeah. like okay dude uh <laughs> i was going to go with you but if you're going to destroy the old folks home i suppose i should team up with the dude who dresses up like a bat yeah that sort of makes sense though because like like the riddler makes sense because right, like right. even though he's like killing people uh-huh. isn't he like targeting like rich people yeah, or something yeah he's, he's targeting rich people specifically but no but then he floods gotham i yeah, completely forgot yeah. about that yeah i that, he just yeah, kills everybody that's, yeah that's that's also a problem yeah <laughs> but um you want to know what you'll never forget completely is it an ad break it's our psa break psa break i'm sorry all right so after this psa break we will go into the final 15 minutes of this specific episode, and we will be talking about the strengths and weaknesses of these specific three live-action Batman. And in the end, you and I will try to determine who, in our opinion, is the definitive Batman. Alright, only here on Real Talk. All right, everybody, we are back for our final segment of episode three of Real Talk. So, I'm here joined with my friend Nick. Say hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. And we will be, <laughs> t- <laughs> and we will be talking about the... We have spoken about Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, and Robert Pattinson's interpretations of Batman. So now for our final 15 minutes, we will be talking about the strengths and weaknesses of each of these Batmans. And at the end, we will determine, in our opinion, who is the definitive live-action Batman. But before we continue, you might have noticed we have sort of knocked out a couple of live-action Batmans, so I'll run through them real quick. Adam West's Batman, the 1966 Batman, won't be in our competition because he is the best and he will automatically win. Oh my god. So <laughs> so we, we won't include him. Val Kilmer only played Batman for one movie. We won't count him. Same with George Clooney. Now, Ben Affleck's Wait, Batman. George Clooney was a Batman. George Clooney was Batman in Batman and Robin. It is very funny. That sucks. He's not very good. No, <laughs> he's very funny. Um, he's not very good as Batman. I want to say that. I don't. I don't know Mr. Clooney personally, but <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let Let's talk about sort of. I guess the most controversial Batman of all time, Ben Affleck. Let's talk about him real quick. Okay. So, have you seen Batman v Superman or Zack Snyder's Justice League or sort of the movies where he's Batman or... I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I saw Batman versus Superman. Right. But I could not tell you anything that happened in that movie. It was kind of boring. <laughs> it was... 
It was, and I didn't really understand. I will I will one up you and say it was not only kind of boring, it was very boring and also <laughs> a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Ben Affleck's Batman is the worst part of that. So the director sort of had this this he had this arc, right? Mm-hmm. And so this version of Batman, he's been Batman for 20 years. He's been Batman for a very long time. And his Robin is dead. So, oh, I so, didn't know that. So yeah, so his Dick Grayson is gone. He has like a memorial of the Robin costume with spray painted ha ha ha's all over it. So um, the assumption is that Joker, Joker got to yeah, him. Joker, Joker got to him, which realistically is what would happen if you get a thirteen year old and dress him in red and green and yellow suits and just like chuck him at criminals. I just looked up the Ben yeah. Affleck Batman costume, yeah, and instantly that's not that's not the number one Batman. I don't like his costume. You just don't like his costume. No, his ears are way too low. I I like his. I think his costume, the color separation, is very good. But I think Robert Pattinson's bat suit is just a refined version of Ben Affleck. Also, I just don't really like the the logo. Looks really dumb. You don't like the logo? Like it's the, huge. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. like a he just has like a rectangle on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But this. Man, this Batman, the controversy behind the DCEU and the controversy behind this version of Batman means that this Batman never got, like, a solo project, and he never got, like, an actual movie. Yeah. So, here, here I'm going to list all the movies that Ben Affleck has played Batman in, okay? okay? So, he's played Batman in Batman v Superman. He's played Batman in Justice League. He played Batman in the director's cut of Justice League, which is a four-hour movie compared to, like, the two-hour movie, so it's, like, actually different enough to be, like, a completely different film. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be coming back to play Batman in The Flash. Oh, yeah, I just saw a picture of him yeah. next to The Flash. That looks so... Yeah, and it looks it's... like it's going to be fun. And so... I feel like, for fairness' sake, we can't compare this man to Christian Bale. You'll lose. We, we, we can. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> but we know where he's going to be. All right, so... Ben Affleck... Uh, Less. If you're if you're watching this, you're better than George Clooney. <laughs> uh, but let's okay. So let's talk about Michael Keaton. So we're gonna rank them uh, like one, two, three. One being the top, three being the bottom. Y'all know how rankings work. Where do we place Michael Keaton? I'm gonna say I'm gonna place him at three. Yeah, me too. Okay. I really I think design wise, his costume is cool, and I think his tech is cool, and I like his car. But if I was in a scenario where I wanted someone to protect me, it's I, not going to be that. Guy. I would not He's call this so man. Goofy. He he can't. <laughs> he can't move around. <laughs> he can't turn around. I think. I, imagine this. Imagine this. Okay. He's right. facing you, and right. the Joker's like creeping up behind him. Right. Right. He can't just turn his head to look around. He's got to move his entire body. Right. Right. That's instantly just going to put me off. I don't want. I don't want him to save me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think what he does with his cape is really cool, where he sort of spreads it out and he like. Like floats down. Yeah, I think that's very cool on a poster. Um, I'd shoot him. Just like he's he's very like (laughs) like 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 if I was a thug, right? And I saw him like coming towards me. Like I'll just I'll go around him. What's he gonna do? Turn around? He can't. He can't. Like he's like you know you know like when you're in like a car and you sort of can't like turn around. You have to like you go, have to like go oh, yeah back. you have to be like a yeah three, like that back, turn like that back. How does he back out of the driveway? I suppose because like I assume he has cameras, yeah, but like he can't he can't stuff. move his he can't move his like cowl. Yeah. I think he needs to. He needs to get well. This outfit won't be helpful. So I he, like his bat wing though. That bat, is my yeah. favorite 
It's so cool. You know the shot where he like yes. goes in front of the moon? moon That's yes. so cool. But no, nah, right. he's third yeah. for me. All right. Christian Bale and Robert Pattinson. I guess I guess this is the one it goes down to. Beat for beat. Not not in like a fight, but just as Batman. Batman. Just straight Batman. Just straight Batman. Robert Pattinson. Robert is my Pat- number one. He's I was gonna say Robert Pattinson is my number one too. Yeah. But let's let's sort of talk about these two because I think these two are like the Batmans that people. Yeah, talk these to. are yeah, these are the best Batmans. Right. So I think in terms of costuming Robert Pattinson's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. His thing is is gray and black, and it has color separation. I don't like solid color costumes. I never have, and I probably never will. But I feel like, for me at least, his gray is like close right. enough to being black. Right. Because me personally, I like when it's pretty much black. Right. But I guess not completely black. Right. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. But let's sort of also talk about, I think, like... Against their opponents. Now, obviously, Robert Pattinson's only had one movie, so we can't like like Christian Bale's had a whole trilogy. He's had a whole character arc. Yeah. Well, Robert Pattinson has like one movie, so I guess it's unfair to compare them. But we don't care for about for villains. No, no, in terms of like Batman. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like we don't care about fairness. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like whatever you know. And it's like that's still kind of crazy though because Robert Pattinson only had one movie, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd still put him higher than Christian Bale. That's true, and I think that's sort of showcases how much like love and care you can put like you can tell director matt reeves he loves batman yeah like i think i think christopher nolan likes the idea of batman and he wants to do like his own version of batman which is highly commendable matt reeves loves batman yeah when this in in the matt reeves one it's like just batman yeah because like like we were saying Mm -hmm. like batman gets overshadowed by his villains in the christopher nolan ones Uh so yeah, and like, and it's just it's so funny to me because when this movie was coming out, you know, DC put out a comic book box set. It was like the Batman box set, and it was like Batman Year One, uh, Batman the Long Halloween, Batman Ego, and it was like all these comic books are like inspired, like the movie, and so like the director specifically said, okay, this 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 is what my Batman is based off of. Christopher Nolan has never once said what his Batman is based off of. He just made his own. Yeah, he's he's said year one, and he said long Halloween. But as someone who reads Batman comics, every Batman comic book fan has read year one and long Halloween. It is baby's essential Batman reading. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying like like a Batman like comic book fan. It's yeah. like it's like the equivalent of like saying like, oh, I'm a big Spider-Man comic book fan. I've read his origin story, I've read Gwen Stacy's death, and like that's it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like of course you've read those. Oh yeah, they're like the yeah. backbone. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like everyone's read those. Have you read any of like the other stuff? And he just goes, Oh no, why would I read comic books? Those are for nerds. You're making a <laughs> Batman movie, bro. <laughs> It's yeah. That's the thing. But listen, uh-huh. listen. I'm listening. My favorite movie is yeah. not the Batman. No, yeah. My favorite movie is Dark Knight. Like, and you know yeah, why? No. I think you know why. I it's look. Heath Ledger's Joker. Bro. Yes. He's just he's he wasn't even <laughs> he wasn't even acting like he was Joker. Yeah. Like, no, it was sick. I, is Heath Ledger a method actor? I know he, Christian Bale, or I know Heath Ledger yeah, did have a diary of the joker and he would do his own makeup as the joker so like so like the reason why it's so messy and stuff mm-hmm. is he did it himself that makes so much sense as like a joker yeah why your makeup would be messy right and i think i th- 
I in terms of Batman, I think Christian Bale's Batman. I think like the villain to Batman ratio has sort of always been the villain side. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson has been like the first Batman where I'm like, okay, this is like Batman. Like this is the this is like a Batman movie. Like Batman Begins was a Batman movie. The Dark Knight was like a pol- like a like a thriller with Batman and Joker in it. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Rises was like a like um like a a war movie that had like whatever in it, right? Mm-hmm. But this was like the Batman was like the Batman movie. It, yeah, it had Batman front and center. Nothing, nothing else was gonna like stop him. Anything. I feel like. For, like, the Batman. Right. A reason that maybe it's so, like, the Batman is so, like, important in this one is because of the villain-to-hero ratio. Right, right. Because there's, like, there's there's Riddler. Mm-hmm. There's, like, the mob boss, Penguin. Right, And right. Catwoman, kinda. Yeah. And that's four. Yeah. You know, but, like, if you have, like, Dark Knight Rises, that's just Batman and Bane. Right, right. Dark Knight, that's just Batman, Bane, Two-Face. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, there's, like, mobsters, but, you right. know, the main villains. Right, right. I got you. It's all about the ratio. You know, and it's just, I, I'm, I'm so excited to see where they're going to take Robert Pattinson's Batman. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted him to be connected to the other Batman movies. Uh, they, they, they not, which kind of upsets me, but it's like, fine, whatever. Uh, but, dude, I am so ready to see like the Batman part two, Batman two, whenever yeah. it comes out, you know, and I really, I just hope for the best. I think we've had the definitive Spider-Man movies. I think we've, when like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, I I have problems with those movies, but I think those have a solid character arc for Peter Parker. Yeah, for Spider-Man, I like the I like the Tobey Maguire yeah, ones best. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like Tom Holland as a Spider-Man. I su- I suppose, but like I'm just talking about in terms of, like character arc. I don't find the Dark Knight rises like a satisfying character arc i don't think bruce would like abandon gotham like that so mm. me personally I know what you're yeah but you know as as much as i would love to continue the show oh, over? the show's gotta show's gotta end thank you so much for coming on to the show nick you were great and <laughs> yeah, you don't sound yeah. so sure bro no i'm sure man i'm sure <laughs> But okay, thank you, and, it's been fun. Yeah, and thank you to all you Friday night listeners who tuned into our third episode of Real Talk. It has been great speaking with y'all, and I hope you have a wonderful night and take care. you guys all enjoyed that episode of real talk for late listeners check your podcast player of choice for the full episode and make sure to follow weagle fm on instagram thank you and have a great night